Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ich warte seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's ein Rhythmus, als gäb's ein Lied, das mich immer weiter durch die Straßen zieht. Komm dir entgegen. Hallo und willkommen zu Gegenpressing, the Bundesliga Podcast. And yes, this is our Midweek Special, Stefan. How's it going? Stefan Bienkowski joining me as always. I'm doing very, very well. Um, you know, the football's back. We can talk about things that aren't just transfer stories for a change, although this episode might be a lot about that. But <laughs> I was just about to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of our job, I guess. Um, but it's, uh, no, it's, um, it's going very, very well. How are you? Yeah, good. Uh, mostly recovered from my bout, my battle with the Rona. Um, feeling pretty good, ready to get out of my self-imposed quarantine. But, you know, thankfully, there's been a lot going on to keep me entertained, um, including some transfers, a lot of football. Oh, man, I watched so much football on television this weekend, Stefan. It was incredible. Um, so that kept me nice and entertained. I have like this setup where I just open both the doors to my outside and like the ocean is right behind me and I just turn around the garden chairs and just sit outside and while have the television on inside. It's great. It's a tough life. Yeah, it's it's hard to recover from Cordoba that way. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like th thankfully, it hasn't really been a huge battle. Um, but yeah, I, we, this this week we're going to do um, questions from the Substack, um, the gig pressing Substack, and I cannot repeat this often enough, Stefan. But the feedback that we've been getting has been incredible. Also, I have been blown away by how many people have already signed up and keep signing up for this and it keeps me very highly motivated with new content as well and i'm actually looking forward every week to writing something new now for it and kind of looking into the more in-depth research that you can do because of you know people engaging and uh, are willing to pay a subscription fee which you know makes it really worthwhile so yeah it's been amazing mm -hmm. just incredible Oh yeah, it goes without saying. It's also just fun to have the community. We're just saying how, mm -hmm. and, you know, it's great that obviously people sign up. It's great that people read the stuff, but it's also just great when people comment. You guys know who you are, and there's a couple of guys who comment under most articles, and we do appreciate it. Um, and it's just great that we can do something like this where we stick out a thread and people leave questions. And mm. um, we're hoping we can mm. just keep doing this every week. And it means you guys get to have like a conversation with us basically every week as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's what we're here for. Um, and I think one of the big topics this week, and I want to start with this. This wasn't actually not uh, in the thread, but um, I tweeted this on August 6th when the whole transfer news about Leroy Sané and uh, well, Manchester United reportedly being interested in Leroy Sané. And um, I think, I can't remember which UK newspaper reported it, but um, my understanding then, was that I was talking to some people in Munich that this isn't actually a move away from Leroy Sané isn't as far-fetched as some people think. Um, I don't think this is something that's going to happen immediately or something that, you know, is extremely likely to happen. But I've been told that if United come with a serious offer, 
Bayern Munich might listen. This is like a scenario where a United phone, Bayern will not just hang up the phone and say, no, no, absolutely not. Um, and that, that caused a lot of questions being raised. And I got some uh, DMs as well that asked me about this. And I said, look, like the essentially, I think that this is very much a possibility considering where he is in his pecking order right now, right? And we talked about this last week mm. um, as well. And then, of course, Florian uh, Plattenberg from Sky today reported uh, two days after that Bayern might listen if an offer of 70 to 60 to 70 million euros comes in, which also um, overlaps with what I have reported two days ago. So the question that we got, and I think this is a general good day, um, debate that about Leroy Sané and kind of continues from last week's theme as well, um, was from Pratyush Mahapatre, uh, and I'm sorry if I mispronounced his name, would Bayern consider Wirtz next season? I believe he would fit in well in the Mane role and probably better than Sané. They could probably sell Sané and use some of the proceeds on the Wirtz transfer. At least that will help with the wages. Hmm. I mean, Stefan, one of the big issues with the Sané signing has been that it has kind of caused Bayern some issues with the wage bill. Hmm. Um, they mostly fixed it, I think, but it was an issue for a while. Um, and I guess the question here really is, if someone comes in with 60 or 70 million euros, do you take that money? in order to have the funds to sign someone like Wirtz? So I think there's, there's, I have two answers to this. I absolutely think if someone was to offer that kind of money for Sani, then I think Bayern should probably bite their hand off. Um, I think Sani could be a good player at times. You know, he obviously has moments of brilliance, but there's only so long you can go hoping that he'll turn things around. Um, Mm -hmm. And while... Bayern may be happy with his output over the course of the season. It's now got to the point now where his inconsistency has now basically kept him out of the first team. And if you look at that first team in the first game of the season, uh, even in the in the you know in the in the Super Cup as well against Leipzig, you're talking about a team now that has Jamal Musiala, Serge Gnabry, Sadio Mane. Uh, and potentially Kingsley Coleman as well, all in front of him. And even Marcel Sabitzer, if you want to talk about Leroy Sané as a potential number eight, um, you've now got Sabitzer in there, you've got Gravenberg in there, you've got Leon Goretzka as well, potentially Joshua Kimmich if he moves into a more attacking role, if Gravenberg sits as a six. Mm. So, And I think the Musiala thing is really crucial here because not only is Musiala playing better than him, but he's also younger than him. So in what scenario... Uh, is Nagelsmann going to prioritize Sani over him? Uh, and the answer is probably very rarely. So, you know, I think, I think, uh, I mean, I, I think Man United, Man United would be a terrible, terrible, terrible place for him. Uh, not just because I think. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.